Selena, I must confess, one of my least favorite things to do, and mm-hmm. you're going to disagree with this, but it's looking at photos on my phone. <laughs> Because I feel like before you know it, you're looking ahead, <laughs> looking back at like three, four years ago. And when you have young kids, it's like they grow so quickly. They change so quickly. They do. And you you always send me like the memory stuff that like social media will put in front <laughs> of you. And it's kind of hearts. depressing. Yeah. Well, I have a hard time coping with that sort of thing. <laughs> well, and today's topic that we're going to be discussing is, although I feel like it kind of has a negative undertone, it's its intention is to be encouraging, right? So what's the topic? Parenting regrets. Like you talk about these looking back at pictures. I was looking at an old video that was only two or three years old, but our second just looks so different, so young and little. And I'm like, gosh, I don't. I remember her being little, but I remember her being a lot more whiny. I remember, you know, you're seeing a video that's like the happiest of the the highlights, right? And so I think looking back, I was let, I looked at it and thought, man, I wish I was a little more patient or I wish I was a little more uh, attentive or I wish I hugged her more or things like that. And I think we all have those feelings, but is there something that you can learn from Ryan and Selena's like failures, mishaps, and, or like maybe you're encouraged by some of the things because ultimately, yes, God is sovereign. Our children belong first and foremost to him. So how can we just, I think, screwed up less (laughs) is kind of the encouragement, (laughs) at least to my own art. So I felt convicted and I was like, let's share, let's talk about this. Let's do that on the other side. Greetings and welcome back to the Fierce Parenting Podcast. My name is Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. We have our beautiful fourth daughter here with us. So if you are listening and you hear some daughter sounds, that's what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us your time and attention. We do this. We talk to couples on the marriage side. On Tuesdays, we do marriage podcast stuff. On Thursdays, we do parenting stuff. And we wouldn't be able to do that if it weren't for our awesome patrons Mm -hmm. on Patreon. So we want to say hello to you, our new patrons. We have some new ones. Here they are. Elsie, Erica, and Lori. Thank you for partnering with us. Welcome. Welcome. To the Fierce Families Patreon community. We, need, we still need a cool name for that. Fierce Families. We still need something for that. Anyway, welcome. If you want to partner with us, go to fierceparenting.com slash partner. Uh, okay, so this is one of those things when we talk about parenting regrets. It's one of those things I don't want to give up ground where we need not give up ground. And what I mean by that is we, the point of this episode is to be encouraging. Mm -hmm. It's not to say you're somehow missing it as a parent. Here's one thing I know. I'll I'll make a distinction here. There's, there's parenting regrets that you feel. (laughs) Sonny just looks at me and smiles. I can't handle it. That are rooted in something that maybe is just our own. You know, the Bible says we, he has put eternity in our hearts. Mm -hmm. There's a very real sense in which aging, death, the passage of time, the passage of seasons feels wrong to us. Mm-hmm. And so like when we talk about kids growing up and we feel like, you know, maybe I feel, I feel like I missed a moment that I, sh- I should have seized when it happened. Sure. Um, I think some of that is, is a good reminder of our mortality and a good reminder that we, our hope is not in this life. Like we will always feel that kind of that, yeah, that brokenness, that finiteness, yeah. that finiteness in terms of eternity. And that's the first distinction I want to make, but really there's only one thing that I can say without a doubt that if we do this one thing as parents, I won't regret what we mm-hmm. did. And that's disciple our kids and, the, and raise them in the ways of the Lord, the nurture and admonition of the Lord, mm-hmm. teach them about Christ, preach to them, the, preach the gospel to them, disciple them, raise them well in, in that thing. Then, you know, I can miss a thousand moments and I can kick myself for it. But ultimately I know the thing that matters is that one thing. So these are just encouragements based <laughs> on what we've, I feel like 
given that caveat or that that set aside category, we could probably do one of these episodes every couple of months saying <laughs> my regrets as a parent. <laughs> every day. <laughs> and just update All it. the repenting yes. that I have to do on a daily basis. Thank you, Lord, for children, right? Yeah. So again, we're talking about maybe some things we might have done differently and also things that we really loved about certain ages and stages. Uh, we're going to c- sort of categorize them under four different um, categories. Uh, <laughs> the first one is... See my kids, which we'll explain that one in a minute. The second one is understand my parenting style, strengths and weaknesses, things I wish I would have known early on and with really small children. Um, All of parenting is discipleship, which is one of our core tenets here at Fierce Parenting. Um, And then one phrase that really we live by is don't wish it away and don't wish it to stay. So uh, the Hmm. first the first uh, category that we're going to talk about, see my children, see the children that God has given me today who they are, their age, their stage, see it all. How do we not see it all? I think what, what Mm. blinds us uh, often, I think for mothers, it's, it's grumbling. I think that it's complaining. I think that it's this, okay, let's get them all entertained and, and placate them all so that I can have some me time. Right. It's, it's just this me against them kind of mentality, whether you admit that verbally or not, I think there's always just this kind of tension of, Mm. you know, Jesus bids you come and die and you're like, okay, I'll die a little bit, but just not right now. Like, you know, there's all of us, we're always yeah. kind of holding on to ourselves and like as believers, what is our objective? And you said it so beautifully at the beginning of this episode was if there's one thing that we do and, and, and yeah. we disciple them, we lead them to the Lord, right? The objective is, and yeah. we need to recognize that as believers, as parents who love the Lord, who follow the Lord, who are under, live under his, uh, his word, mm. and his authority. Our job is to bring our children, to raise them in the admonition and nurture nurture and admonition of the Lord. Um, So see them at their age. I told you, we said we were watching a little video of our second and she just was so squishy and and loving. And I just was like, man, I feel like all I might've done through that stage was complain. And all I did was work on her ability to not just full throw her head down and cry at every single second. Right. She was also a very loud crier. I remember that. (laughs) And you look back and you think, but why did I care so much? Right. Yeah. Why did I care what other people thought so much? You always say the days are long, but the years are short, Mm -hmm. right? Those days start to feel very long. They do. When the child is, is going through developmental season, they have yet to kind of cross the threshold into whatever that (laughs) level is that you're trying. Yes. And so, yeah, you can kind of just always want them to be onto the next thing. Right. And I think it's the wanting to get to the next thing that you miss. I, uh, one analogy that comes to mind is, is hiking. <laughs> Some friends of mine, they hate to hike like with their kids or just, just in general, he's <laughs> okay. like, what's the point? <laughs> I enjoy hiking, but the reason you, the only way you can really enjoy hiking is if you, if you enjoy the journey, because if you have your head down, so I've, I've climbed Mount, Mount Rainier a number of times and there's a point in the climb where you're just like, I don't care what's happening around me. I just want to get to the top of this stupid thing because I'm exhausted. It's been days. Enough with the scenic views. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's, I think, where we get. Right. With parenting right. is we just like, I, but if we can have the wherewithal and the patience mm-hmm. to slow down, to stop, to lift our heads, right. to take in the view, right. you still know you have got a, a path to travel. Right. But you, you won't. You, miss the view of the beauty along the way. Right. And you lift your eyes to God in those tiring, hungry, mm. you know, 
depleted moments and say, Lord, increase my capacity for these things, right? Increase Mm -hmm. my ability to recognize what's happening around me and to really see my children for who they are, Mm -hmm. where they are. They won't be that age ever again. That day and that age is what they are. So like breathe it in, appreciate them uh, during your training and parenting them. Trust God overall, you know, and how you train, Mm -hmm. how you discipline your children. Uh, Just let them be little. I think some of our our good friends, John and Becca level, they, you know, they talk about their boys and you talk to John. He's just like, I just want to let them be boys. Like I want to be, let them be boys as long as possible. Let them play outside, play in the woods, play on the farm. And that, you know, we take that same approach. And when you look at, I was just looking at Mark 10, I was reading that in my Bible reading plan, even though I was on the wrong day (laughs) this morning, I was super confident about it. Still God's word is true and it blesses my life on so many levels. Um, but Mark 10, 13, uh, this is talking about Jesus blessing the children. And people were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. After taking them in his arms, he laid his hands on them and blessed them. Mm. What what a way to parent. What a way. The savior of the world, the king of the world, who could have been so annoyed by every little thing, right? Comes and says, stop trying to make these kids be quiet. He grabs them in his arm in his arms, right? And he yeah. welcomes them to his lap and he blesses them. That's good. He blesses them. Anything else you want to say on that? No, it's good. <clears throat> Sorry, one more thing about how to see your kids rightly. When you lay your head down on the pillow, count like five things per kid that you're grateful for about them. Like a gratefulness brings clarity, uh, like righteous clarity about the season that you're in. Uh, so anyways, that's just something that's helped me. So that's seeing our kids for who they are today. So seeing them, perceiving them. Number two, you wish you would have known your parenting style beforehand. I do. I do wish that I would have been able to understand how I parent like in the middle of parenting, you have your first kid and you're just kind of figuring everything out. Right. And just try not to die. So (laughs) I just started this book by a friend. Uh, she recommended it. It's called loving by leading, uh, Den Trumbull. He's a, um, he's a pediatrician and he doesn't, he's not overtly Christian, but he refers to the Bible a lot and all the principles and how he writes lines up very closely to scripture uh, and what we believe. He has five children and But he talked quickly about the different parenting styles. Can you hold her for just a minute? Yeah. Um, And I just want to, I just want to, I'm not going to go through each of them. I'm just going to name them. I'm sure you can kind of tell the difference. Let's see here. Your parenting style. There's the authoritarian. Um, They're high. Parents are high in demandingness and low in responsiveness, kind of harsh in demands. Um, And they are super restrictive, uh, less warm, permissive. These parents are low in demandingness, high in responsiveness. Mm -hmm. So they're less controlling. They were affirming and accepting, but indifferent towards the child's impulses Mm -hmm. and actions. Uninvolved. um, I think that goes without saying. They were low in demandingness, low in responsiveness. They made few demands of the child. Uh, In extreme cases, parents were neglectful of the children. Um, They didn't require mature behavior. They're super lenient. The authoritative. So this is the ideal one, right? They're high in demandingness and in responsiveness. So they employed a combination of firm control and positive Mm -hmm. encouragement of a child's independence. That's not to be confused with authoritarian. Right. Right. Authoritarian. Oh, excuse me. Authoritarian, yeah. permissive, uninvolved, uninvolved, and authoritative. Authoritative, right? Okay. It said not authoritarian parents. So, so you wish you would have known your parenting style, so you could better lean into your strengths and address your weaknesses, right? Because, and also help you, right? Like if we both knew 
that my that I'm really good at encouragement, but you're really good at, you know, stretching them in physical abilities and things like that. Maybe I wouldn't be so worried and being like, Ryan, don't do that. Oh, Ryan, don't do that. Or I don't know. I just feel like there's a balance to be had there. Yeah. And and a, some wisdom to be able to. That's good. Understand. And this came, at, this came at a timely moment with one of our children that yes. was having a, a tantrum. <laughs> Believe it or not, the Fredericks have children that throw tantrums once in a while. <laughs> And you were, you were inclined to respond a certain way and you were watching me respond a different way. Which this book talks about. That's how parents would respond. Like that's how a mother would respond. They would, they would almost like come from the nurturing aspect and try to explain all the reasons of why they might be feeling this way uh, because they empathize. They know the child. Whereas the dad is like, I'm being firm. I'm not being like rigid or harsh, but I'm being firm with this. And I had to trust you in that moment that you are not emotional. Like I can be. (laughs) Yeah, I was seen very clearly. I wasn't, even though the situation was very stirred up, like my heart was calm. Yes. And I was seeing clearly and I was responding. And it was, yeah, we we had to trust one another. Yeah. You had to trust me specifically because I was actually going to be the one taking the child and taking the the next necessary actions. (laughs) Um, Right. And it's just been tempting to kind of give up, to throw my hands up and say, you know, I'm having a hard time. I don't get it, but we can't, we can't do that as parents. We have to know how we parent. That's good. And we have to ask God for the capacity to be able to increase and do this and things like loud noises and creative discipline. Like we don't, we don't necessarily like the loudness in our house, but sometimes we have to ask the Lord to increase our capacity so that we can parent well without being. Yeah driven by anything else. So the third regret is that uh, all parenting, <laughs> you wish you would have known this. I'm gathering that I do wish I would have known this. When you told me the three tenets, when we first started Fierce Parenting, I was like, that is good. That one stuck out to me so strong <laughs> yeah. that I was like, you're so right. All parenting is discipleship. Explain that. Yeah. Okay. So the three tenets, once again, are family is God's idea. Kids are a blessing. Mm-hmm. And all of parenting is discipleship. And what we mean by that is that every decision is a discipleship decision. Whether or not you let little Johnny play little league baseball, or you let little Sally do ballet, or you put them in what sort of school under what sort of curriculum. These are all discipleship decisions, and they all fall under the purview that God has given us and and Mm -hmm. the, the, the scope that he's given us as parents to be stewards over. And so almost no decision should be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean we have this heavy burden, like, oh, what if I mess up? No, we just, we, we disciple in light of God's word, in light right. of our instruction. And we trust, right. we trust that as we disciple faithfully, that there will be fruit born of that faith-filled discipleship. Right. So yeah, have, having known that, now I think intuitively, Christian parents, I think kind of intuitively know this now yeah. to the extent it applies is where we could use some extra, it would have been nice to know a little bit more, like everything you decide for your child is, and I would even go so far as to say like the sleeping situation and early on, like even how you set up your career, how you set up the type of work and how, you know, everything is, is in some way connected to parenting being discipleship. Right. One last point I'd like to say about this. Um, as parents, you need to discern those discipleship opportunities because I think we miss them too much. I think we're too distracted. Sometimes we miss the car rides with the one-on-one with one child, right. To be able to have some conversations that we've been needing to have with them. Or, you know, just if you have to run an errand, take one of the kids or whoever and, and talk to them intentionally, have a conversation Mm. with them. Yeah. If if you're going through a, sorry, I jumped in, but if you're having a hard, so we won't always know what to do right. when you're parenting <laughs> and you won't always have like a clear, it's not going to be cut and dry. Yeah. And so if you're in that moment and your child is there standing there asking a question, waiting for an answer, asking for permission, waiting for an answer, 
whatever that is, if you just remind yourself, this is a discipleship decision. It's a discipleship moment. If Even if I don't know yeah. what to do, that in itself is an opportunity to disciple your child and right. admitting, listen, son, yeah. daughter, I don't know the right answer for you right now. I need to pray about it. I need to go to the word. I need to talk to your mother. Right. I need to <laughs> give me some time. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's a light decision that they want to go get a... <laughs> popsicle out of the freezer like <laughs> it won't be that that uh that rigorous but so anyway that that is helpful um if you can remind yourself in those moments that this is a discipleship decision right. it's a discipleship moment right very, and very training helpful. training your kids in the decisions that they make are also you know what what are they giving their hearts over to what are they giving their attention to because what we've had this talk a few times, you know, about shows, about, um, games or books or some series or something like that. It's okay. Well, what is consuming our hearts and why is it important that we, we see this consumption, (laughs) consummation, this consumption, because we need to definitely be, Oh, sorry. Not a fan. Not a fan fan of leaving mom. That's good. Um, let's bump onto the final final one. one. This is something that we said with our first, uh, because I, I immediately felt this tension between like this kid is so dependent on us and we don't know what to do because <laughs> it's our first child. We don't know, like we're just figuring all this stuff out. So we kind of want to, we w- want to wish the baby phase away. There's moments then, where you do that in every phase, I think. Yeah. But then there's also moments where as they grow, you see the pictures, you look back, you're like, man, I just wish they would stop growing. Right. And so it, it, that, that's where this, this phrase came from. Don't wish it away. Don't wish it to stay. Mm-hmm. In other words, be in the moment. Trust the Lord with the time that he's given you with your child. Trust the Lord in that your child needs to grow at a certain rate, not too fast, not too slow. And thank God you get to grow with your child. Yes. And so the days can feel long. And like Selena said, but the years are short. Um, So, yeah, this is good. You have a reminder in here. Stop and hug your children once a day. Smile at them more. Smiles go so far. I'm learning this with our with one of our middle girls that smiles, they really go a long ways. They go a long, long ways. Yeah. And, and like Laugh little, and as a father of daughters, <laughs> I'll, I'll catch one of our daughter's eye in the rear view mirror as we're driving or mm-hmm. when they walk I by you do that. You and I get them. give them a little wink it's and they so, immediately light oh, up. It's so good. I like when you wink at me. I like your winks. <laughs> I, Something about a guy winking. And my, wait. Not a guy. <laughs> my guy. Sorry. Um, a daddy or, or a husband. <laughs> My husband, my, the <laughs> okay. father of my children. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Okay. But one of the, as a, as a dad, one of my goals is that the first interaction that every child has with me at the beginning of the day is always going to be, I'm, I'm happy to see you. Mm-hmm. I want to give you, I want to see you. I'm glad you're my child. I'm glad you're my child. Yeah. I'm glad you woke up this morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> last night was rough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And so that I think goes a long, long way and it does help you live in the moment yeah. and not uh, be tempted to wish it away or wish it to stay. Right. Because you're good. So in, if you have parenting regrets, if you feel like, you know, maybe you have kids that are out of the house or you've got teenagers and you feel like they're going off the rails, that regret is an opportunity to, to turn to the Lord mm. prayerfully and if needed with a repentant heart, if needed, mm. may the Holy Spirit show you where repentance is needed. Maybe mistakes were made um, on a discipleship level or on other, on another level. And then lean into the grace of God in that and trust that he, our hope is in him. Our hope is not in anything else because everything else will pass away the the, the grass withers, the flower fades or the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And our hope in Christ is steadfast, is an anchor for our souls. 
Amen. So I think in parenting, that's especially important, um, particularly through the transitions. Like we had friends who had their kids graduate high school and they're off the life college. transitions. That's a, yeah, the life transitions that, that are big. And so going, yeah, off to college, getting married, mm-hmm. you, you know, whatever that thing is, it can all feel like, man, I've lost something. Well, you know, that, yeah, you have lost something in a sense. Right. But your hope's not in the thing that you lost. Your hope right. is elsewhere. If you don't have hope and you want hope, the only hope we can give you is Jesus Christ. Um, outside, what was it? The gate, the beautiful gate. There was a, in, in Acts mm-hmm. 3, Acts 2, there was a, a lame beggar there mm. and Peter and John walked by and he reached out to them and called out to them and said, Hey, I need money. And what did Peter say? He said, gold and silver have I none, but what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. Mm. And that man stood up and walked. That wasn't the point of that story. The point of that story is that man then went and told everyone and revival Mm. happened because there is a compassionate, powerful savior that is working to, to bring about his glory. That's the only hope we have to give you is in the name of Christ. Mm. And so we want you to be a Christian. If you don't know what that means, uh, go talk to a friend who is a Christian, if you have one, or find a pastor of church that teaches out of the Bible, or go to this website, thenewsisgood.com. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of children. Thank you that it is such a blessing that it, ha- having children, bearing children is not something that we do begrudgingly, but it's something that's a blessing from you. Lord, thank you for this reminder Mm. that every ounce of parenting is discipleship. So I pray that you would help us lean into that as as faithful followers of Christ. I pray that you would help us to succeed in that as we seek to disciple our children. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for joining us. As a reminder, if you want to partner with us, that means a ton. Again, thank you to our new partners. Mm -hmm. Very thankful for you. Just go to (laughs) fierceparenting.com slash partner to find out what that means. And this episode of Fierce Parenting is... From the can. And we'll see you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.